Welcome to the Texas Law Dog Podcast, the home of truther crime comedy. Join us as we venture into a behind-the-scenes look at the nitty-gritty of the Texas criminal justice system and offer politically incorrect takes on all things news and politics around the world. The Texas Law Dog identifies as an entertainment comedy podcast run by an LLC slash dog hybrid corporation protected by Citizens United and is definitely not a legal podcast hosted by an actual human being. By listening to this comedy podcast, you agree to the following. Content provided on this podcast and or wherever else found is for information comedic purposes only. Any consumer of said content implicitly agrees to never construe any and all content as any form of direct or indirect legal advice. Only as informational, sarcastic, and comedic constitutionally protected speech and expression. Some information may be factual. All guests who have agreed to use their real names and likenesses do not endorse, support, or approve of any of the content or material contained in this show outside of their own statements and opinions in their respective interviews. All views and opinions expressed by the Texas Law Dog reflect the opinions of Texas Law Dog LLC, an entertainment company formed and operated under Texas law and all content should be construed only as sarcastic comedic jokes, should not be taken literally, should be ignored, and should never be construed as formal or informal legal advice by a practicing or disbarred attorney in any United State. Do you want to bring up Cocaine Anonymous at all? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Wait, what episode is this? I don't even remember. 16, is it? 15 or 16. I don't even have my own show as like a favorite. <laughs> okay, this is 16. All right. Let's do it live, baby. All right. Do it live recorded. Uh all right. <clears throat> Law Dogs. Law Dog Nation. You are on episode 16. Welcome back. I am very sad. It's been a long, arduous road on the path to being right for the past 13 months but uh you know it's 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 sad because i was always hoping you know all these predictions i was making was was going to be wrong and uh i look outside and i'm not wrong <laughs> so oh <laughs> which brings me to my next point and the most important one which we're going to start off the show it's time for myself i need to hold myself accountable uh, a couple of days ago on Instagram, if you don't follow me at TX Law Dog, I have a whopping 20,000, wait, 200. No, 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 not, not 20,200. It's, I have 260 followers. So I, uh, I'm a pretty big deal. And let's just say I've got the audience behind me. I've got basically the entire nation state behind me and my message. And uh, there's, it was an immediate shadow ban in that I basically only have my friends that pitily signed up to follow this charade along. And uh, I thought I was shadow banned, but it turns out that they all just immediately muted me, which is just the best i love my friends so much i mean that's true friend they support you and then they uh they turn on you immediately um but they don't have to tell you the only reason i know that is because i 
couple of days ago posted a video of um, President Biden. <laughs> President. President Biden. Um, I, I was wrong on that prediction. I said that he would never get to take the Oval Office, and I was half right. So um, basically, he came out. There was a video that came out uh, from like last year of him comforting his grandson uh in a very malevolent manner which uh everyone who watches that video which has been fact-checked and we're going to get to that in a second but uh if you haven't seen the video of him comforting his grandson i would encourage you to uh maybe go google a uh, a simple joe biden not petting grandson uh will we'll bring you to the results you need but inevitably i posted the video and I, I and my caption for the video was impeach trump now and the video basically is biden <laughs> grabbing his this small child pulling him in from like the top down and then up from like behind he grabs his face and he pulls him in and he's like <sighs> then he pets him lightly and uh thank god this video was deemed accurate by the fact checkers but the context of the video was incorrect so instagram sent me a message and was like you are a provider of misinformation and you must be held accountable uh our fact checkers have in fact determined that we are playing chess and we don't even care about checkers so king me, bitch, I decided to bring in my own fact checker and it's time I hold myself accountable. I think I've gotten to rant and rave here for, you know, 15 episodes and there's no one holding me accountable. So I decided it's time to bring in a little uh, corporate accountability. And uh, without further ado, you may recognize his voice, but uh, he's uh, definitely not anyone that's been on this show before. He will be joining the show as sort of my HR representative. Please welcome on the Corporate Coyote. Hello, Law Dog. Uh, before we get into the actual parts of what my position is, um, I know you're sad this week because I told you that a mutual friend of ours, uh, the illustrious Hunter S. Biden that was on your show, uh, he got hit by a bus uh, recently. Um, he was what? pushing a pregnant lady out from in front of a bus. And ironically, we all know Mr. Biden was sober. The bus driver was nodding off on heroin. The ultimate irony, my friend. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, uh, he, he was a good egg. We'll, we'll miss him. Well, thank God we have you to yeah. come in and replace any yeah. sort of semblance of whatever that was so i know I, he, he was a shining star he had a huge cock too i had heard that um i had heard that i heard you well when i interviewed you actually that, that was my first question um, yes and i needed someone that could relate to me so i brought in another so, guy with a micro penis yes of course and that explains why uh i take the positions that i take uh i am your corporate compliance HR representative. Uh, every male in my position has a micro penis uh, across corporate America. Um, we've decided that even though you have 260 subscribers, 
we are looking at you like uh, like you're a corporation. You well, are I am. This, 260 people is deemed a fairly large company uh, in the eyes of the IRS, and you are the CEO of your fo- followers of uh, Law Dog Nation. So we need to hold you accountable. So I'm here to make sure you keep your goddamn mouth shut when it comes to pushing back against our wonderful government. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. That was a delightful introduction. And I couldn't be happier, honestly, to have, you know, I need someone who is going to hold the people because I am the people. I need you to hold the people accountable. And so, you know, I was looking for that story. I think that, um, Zuckerberg's coming in on my phone and deleting my memes. I was this whole time you've been talking, I've been looking for that story that I put on Instagram about the fact checks. Not sure if there's any basis in the statement you just said. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is also what's going to be on a future episode because I need to fact check the fact checkers and you're fact checking me. So you're going to help me fact check the fact checkers. Uh, The fact checking article that regarded that's regarding the um biden it's here's the title and you can google this it's on lead stories fact check joe biden was not caught on camera inappropriately touching a little boy and then it goes on to say there's Wait, a... so, what? <laughs> it's not a double negative he, he... What, what what kind of mobius strip of truth are we <laughs> Well, just hold on, corporate. Just hold on, Mr. Coyote. Um, you're, you, you, we're just getting into the fact checker. Uh, just if anyone doesn't know, we're gonna we're about to be joined today by a comedian. It's not just us. Just trust us. It's gonna be way better than that this time. Uh, it's going to be. We have a a very special guest, a Australian, a displaced Australian comedian, who is currently stuck in India wherein there is total and utter mayhem <laughs> if you read that is in fact true it is a shit storm <laughs> i thought that was always the case hey, i i think my fact check i didn't think they bodies... needed a pandemic for it to be uh like a fucking considered to be what it is now i think there was already bodies burning in the street i watched planet earth i watched planet earth the uh, david attenborough was doing a cities episode about how humans are all killing the planet and there's a place in india i think it's bangladesh maybe um where there's like bengal tigers that live within the slums and will like attack people uh like while they're going home oh that. i think that's in the suitor bands suitor bands or something like that I've oh heard okay about that. Yeah, okay this is why yeah, I, so in. <laughs> I think it's northern india and i think like a couple hundred thousand people have been killed in like the last okay, 50 no, that's years not looking into all right there's been hundreds <laughs> of thousand people dead from the yeah. very serious disease that is so deadly you have to be tested to know whether or not you have it so we have bigger problems corporate and uh look <laughs> Here's what the back to the fact check because this is important. Now, before Boyle hops on here, we need to really get to the bottom of this um, because I was deemed as having mis- provided misinformation, and that's a very serious claim. Because uh, under the video of uh, President Biden not on camera inappropriately touching a little boy, I posted a caption that said "Impeach Trump now," and 
Then I then proceeded for my next story, which was not deemed misinformation to be a video that's not been seen very often by many people of President Trump trying to kiss a little toddler on the lips at a campaign event, which was disturbing. Uh, never saw that covered on Fox News, but um, that was deemed information. Correct. Not miss. And uh, ah. so, look, uh, there's no double standard um, as far as I'm concerned. And so this fact checker, her name is Sarah Thompson. Her bio states that she lives with her. And I swear to God, guys, I'm quoting this. Sarah Thompson lives. This is the fact checker on the Biden story, which I'm going to actually get into the substance. But you need to know who the person writing it is first, because it's very important. Uh, her name is Sarah Thompson. She's on Twitter, of course, uh, and has a blue check mark, so you know she's legit. She lives <laughs> with her family and pets on a small farm in southeastern Indiana. She founded a Facebook page and blog called Exploiting the Niche in 2017. And those are her qualifications. <laughs> lives with her parents. As a corporate person, I'd say she's a real straight shooter of oh. upper management <laughs> I, you'll learn soon my friend that uh journalists these are journalists now okay like this is who we trust with our news um it's not the people that were covering the <laughs> scandal where like they uncovered the catholics <laughs> molesting all of them. yeah <laughs> yeah the boston the globe 2004 <laughs> that never happens anymore <laughs> so this is just some girl living with her family this is what the story says all right okay the, the just to remind everyone the title states fact check joe biden was not caught on camera inappropriately touching a little boy does a 10-second video clip show President Joe Biden, quote, again, inappropriately, we'll get into that, inappropriately kissing a young boy? This is not <laughs> the first time, I guess. <laughs> and she says, no, that's not true. The clip from 2015 shows Joe Biden comforting his grandson, Robert Hunter Biden, at the funeral of the child's father, Bo Biden, R.I.P. Bo. Joe Biden strokes his grandson's hair and kisses him on the cheek and puts his hand on the back of his neck. That sounds the way that, like the way the Catholic priest covered young boys too. <laughs> this is actually the fact check. Hold on, I only a screenshot of it. But it's like, what the fuck, people? This is this is the state of America. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. You know, I think on March 10, 2020, I, on my, like, personal Instagram, I put it, like, there's, this is, uh, I was, I was bold, I guess. I was a nut because I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be uh, vaccines. Uh, you're going to have to have them in order to travel. And um, basically, it's a lie. <laughs> and you should Google what medical martial law is. The fact remains, that's fact check that our vaccine passports actually happening corporate uh they in fact are <laughs> that shit is in coming down the pike. And the world. <laughs> now you won't be able to go into panera bread without showing your papers. oh man i'm gonna miss those gmos 
Shit. I'm Googling Sarah Thompson so I can see all of her work on leadstories.com. I need to find out more about... Oh, wait. here's our, Here are her stories. Okay, I'm just going to read the headlines. Spoil's probably about to hop on. Fact check. Pope not arrested on 80-count indictment for child trafficking and fraud during supposed Vatican blackout. Next one. <laughs> Fact checked, real UFO with aliens was not caught on camera in Saudi Arabia. Fact checked, Mel Gibson never said, this is actually good for Mel. Mel Gibson never said Hollywood is controlled by parasites who are involved in child sacrifice, comma, pedophilia. Uh, I bet he probably did. <laughs> Maybe not on camera. Well, really wow. Pastor of the Christ, that was his redemption. Wow, this is some real hard-hitting shit. <laughs> this is her job. Yes, this what a, is, she what a sits fucking on a loser in southeastern <laughs> Indiana, and she gets fed these stories. And they're like, "Hey, hey, hey! The people, the people need to know that they that these videos, even though they're completely accurate, are not Mom. what they think they are." <laughs> Mom, can I get the meatloaf? <laughs> meatloaf. She has pets in it. Wait, I need to look into exploiting the niche. We're gonna do a full. And keep in mind, people, I was never at any point the associate managing editor of any law review. I, was, I didn't even go to law school. I took one semester and dropped out. And, uh, but I, I kept up with the law. And I, like, I still think I'm a legal expert, even though I'm just a comedian. But man, if I can't trick you into thinking I know shit, it's fucking hilarious. We are all comedians on this podcast. <laughs> and really looking forward to Boyle coming on. His his podcast is fucking dope. He just told me we are I, I, the first thing I want to know about is him getting pulled over for not wearing a mask. They gave him a two hundred and twenty five rupee fine. It's like five dollars, three dollars, three dollars American. And his wife got into it. They got into like they almost got into fucking fisticuffs with the cops. It was great. I can't wait because they talk. Boyle has a podcast. We should probably hype him up before he gets on. Yeah. We don't have to waste time with that because he's just waking up in India. It's nine o'clock our time in Texas and it will be 8 a.m. And who the fuck knows where India. The, do you even know where he is? I don't. We should probably. I'm not him. even. I'm not even sure he really knows. I'm too busy looking up exploiting the. He, he says when he leaves his uh, house, he gets lost within a block of it. <laughs> yeah, he can't even leave. He's like, I get it. He can't even go for a drive because he would immediately just get fucking robbed like five seconds if he didn't have another brown person in the car. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh so, my god, exploiting the niche. Exposing. Okay, here's the full title. <laughs> exposing deceptive practices in social media this is a fucking hilarious joke all right corporate i'm sending you this link oh it's all about shit oh wait she goes over candace owen fans I, she goes into a breakdown of only right-wing fans and she's trying to tell the libs the woke how these people are it's fun this is so good okay we're okay guys future episode you look up like Miss Sarah Thompson. Definitely don't look up the fact check on Mr. Biden. Um, it's not worth looking into, but uh, he missed, excuse me, Mr. President Biden. Um, <laughs> that it's not worth looking into simply because Sarah has already looked into it for you. And she has found that while there is nothing inaccurate about the videos, and videos, I mean, that Reuters released a story on September 24th 
with another video of him not inappropriately touching his grandson. Uh, Great sleuthing, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> they state, while the photo in this claim is authentic, the insinuation on social media that Biden is acting inappropriately with a child he doesn't know is not. <laughs> how, how, how is that a fact? That's, a sub, that's an subjective assertion. I'm telling you, bro, I literally read the newspaper my whole life. I was a weird kid in the 90s who, like, I got the paper. I was, like, like if Robin Hood was around, I've already been a millionaire. Because I, I, I made my dad, like, when most kids went 12 our age, they were wanting to buy shit. I made my dad buy IOL when it split. And he would be like, you sure? <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, double down. Blue Horseshoe loves Anacott Steel. I was, like, a fucking huge fan of the movie Wall Street. And I was like, I'm going to be Bud Fox. And, uh, and that didn't pan out, but, um, I, I got into computers coding. I did all of the, I went the traditional, like, they're like be a doctor, be a lawyer. And I was into like coding and like building my own websites. I was like in a top 25 call of duty clan on the original computer game worldwide. Um, no big deal. Actually, that's probably one of my, besides getting fourth place in a chess tournament in third grade, when I was the captain, probably my second most proud accomplishment. Virgin. <clears throat> Oh yeah. Um, 72 are waiting for me, brother. Uh, most improved golfer junior year of high school. That was probably number three. Um, but go, like, going back off of myself, obviously, you know, I don't like talking about myself that much, but I, uh, I'm looking at a photo of Mr. Coyote right now. And I hope Mr. Boyle got this email because we, uh, if you haven't checked out Mr. Boyle's podcast, it's called I'm quitting alcohol. And he is a fellow fucking fuck up and addict recovering addict. And couldn't be more excited to have him on. Uh, Mr. Coyote actually set this up. So thank you for reaching out to him on Instagram. I can't believe that responded. It's awesome. Um, but I think he, he saw the law dogs content and he's immediately trying to figure out how he can get on a ship to get, to get to Texas. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me out of here. It's Lord of the Flies. Isn't it? Dude, it's bad. He's like, it's fucking dicey over here right now. I love the way he talks. He's like, you fucking Americans, you pricks, you frat boys. He actually used yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he used uh, one of your stories, I think, on one of his podcasts that was like, uh, yeah. fucked up Fridays. Yep, the one today. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. It's basically, um, if you want to hear that story, you should go check out I'm Quitting Alcohol. It's on Spotify and YouTube. You can check them out at, at Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E, comedy on all platforms until he's inevitably the platform soon uh, with the rest of us, which leads me to my next topic. And that is that I uh, had a, reached out to Rockfin, which is a free speech platform that's kind of blowing up. A uh, comedian by the name of Sam, Tri- Sam Tripoli just moved all of his content over there and they don't ban anybody. So uh, you're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. It's... 10 bucks a month and you get access to all of the content creators. Um, it's a really cool website. It's just kind of getting off the ground, but it definitely needs some support. So I'm hopefully going to interview with them. See if I can become part of the team. That's a bold assumption uh, that they would want me, but 
essentially, you know, if I have to, I want to be able to just fucking have great time. I feel like I'm Howard in the nineties when he's fucking pushing the FCC, <laughs> but instead of fighting you, they just banned you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and, you know what I mean? And like, you know, I really want to push the line, but I also, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I'm looking for an angle to be able to speak my full truth. And I fear that if I do that, I mean, I, I, I also, that's hilarious that I think that anyone's like going to care because I really don't have that big of a, of an audience. Let's <laughs> be real, but it's like, it's growing. It's growing every week, which is exciting for me because I never thought anyone would want to listen to my obnoxious cackling ass, but uh, it's been a fucking ride. And like, I'm hoping to get out, you know, an episode a week, build out a full studio um, and really take this thing to the next level. Me and the coyote will be interviewing a potential producer hopefully soon wherein we are um we need to break their souls to make sure that they're up for the job heavy drug testing policy if they pass i can't trust them that's right passing to go. me is failing so look guys up is down you know this is the world we live in yeah we, pretty we much. need guy we need a guy that can bring in like a shade of gray i love my old team but unfortunately they're moving on this was not their cup of tea <laughs> so they got in for more than they wanted to uh bargain for and azim was great you know i was paying him like 10 bucks an hour to sit there and listen to my crazy ass but he was like yo bro you're too Wait. white <laughs> He, he's getting he was getting paid <laughs> i felt bad for him he, he texted me he's like i don't i made him come film all this shit when i was uh interviewing people outside the mall the day they kicked us out at gamestop and he was like yo i don't have anybody for gas like at all i'm like bro i'll just i demoed him like 80 bucks and he's just like thank you so i think he felt obligated to continue to help me but he just didn't want to be a part of this he gave so, me 80 bucks but this guy's a fucking psycho <laughs> at least he got credit on some episodes he was like yeah my dog knows what's up <laughs> but you know, even go to his parents his, he told me that his parents and his brother would come and watch and just listen in horror as i would talk to him <laughs> and he would just be like my parents were just honestly very scared. He's like, my parents were worried. The guy reminds us of crazy gringo talking all about the government. And he's like, you're gonna end up on a fucking watch list, kid. Get the fuck out of there. Or buried buried under his house. <laughs> he knows that I would have scapegoated him too. I would have been like, oh this kid, it was all him. It wasn't me. It was his idea. <laughs> I totally would have sold him down the river. I'm just kidding, Azim. I would have never done that to you. You're my blood brother, bro. I, oh, fuck. I still know where the shovel's buried, man. So I love him. I'm going to miss him. Fuck, that made me cry. So one thing that I think we need to think about, like, before Boyle jumps on, you know, if they're fact-checking this shit that you're posting, 
comedy is all about satire, right? Like yeah. they're they're going to be comedy. There's no facts in it, so they're going to be able to do that for anyone who posts anything that they deem obscene or whatever, saying that it's not, you know, a fact, even though it's satirical in nature. Dude, so, it's a court, like we're marching like people don't like I. I seriously, people do not even understand that they're marching straight forward into complete corporate technocracy authoritarianism. And it transcends political lines, races, creeds, and genders. It's truly like a cult sort of thing going on right now. And that the people that have been initiated are all still in fear for the most part. And uh, I think that's truly kind of what's going on so that the, the fear that's taken over people's minds, this has changed every single person on the planet. It, it, it reached everyone. You know, 9-11 was like a little appetizer for this shit. Looking at it, you know, from a historical perspective. And like I was talking with Jason on uh, from the Free Thought Project in the last episode about how this was uh, like 9-11 was a great example of a turning point because i remember my childhood being awesome you know we got to go outside without fucking worrying about anything you know it was like the there was a warm glow to the sun it was like it was very sort of you could go up to the gate at the airport <laughs> you know yeah. like we had a foot in analog right we didn't know about the internet we didn't know about all the world's ills and problems we didn't have 60 second clips thrown in our face every fucking second of every day and we were kids without screens we went out and played yeah like the screens we- dude, the screens are this is the black mirror this is it it's like it's our it's it's everything it's attached it's being the smartest person in the world because you're connected but you are not you are fucking just in a state of like disillusionment because you think you know because you've read what other people have said but anyone who has their fucking eye open their third eye is going to see that there is something very wrong going on right now and if people don't like snap out of it quickly it's going to be just a full-on permanently segregated divided society which i think is perfect if you wanted to destroy the country from the inside out because then you've got a bunch of other superpowers that could just come and take up the best piece of real estate in the world if they wanted to and none of this is healthy man like evolution anxiety just fucking crazy to the max because look look i've got a friend he works in a hospital and he was on the completely other end of this and completely just he he's all about the media fact points every single one he's got the statistics he's got an answer for everything one of those guys you know and if about anything that you have that's concerning about it you know what i mean like if you any sort of non media approved angle is not even heard sort of guy you know yeah he got to see it but that he became that way because he was witnessing it and saw the covid patients saw that it was actually a bad it's a bad fucking deal if you get it you know and if but he then i was like yeah but you didn't see the people on the other side that got wrecked by it financially and he agreed and you know and he's like absolutely like i i had a very hard time putting myself in your shoes and i was like likewise and then once we actually did that we were able to finally just cut down the bullshit and that's the thing is that it shouldn't matter. You shouldn't be asking people about their 
you know, gene therapy status. It should just be get it or not mind your own fucking business and move on with your life. Because if it was, if it was that, then we wouldn't have the nonstop propaganda, like Joe Biden being like, you better get it or you're not going to your picnics on July 4th. You fuckers. You know, if it's like, it sounds very threatening and coercive to me. Yeah. Where you can't even grow, grow your barbecues. Cause it's going to be taxed. <laughs> your, your, your burgers are going to be what the fuck, man. What a pussy. He he's also banning menthols. Way to lose. Hide your Newports, people. Hide your Newports, <laughs> because they're coming for your fucking ciggies now, baby. I smoke menthol jewel pods. Is that, is that under the list? Because I'm fucking rioting if they ban those. Yeah, you. Well, it's gonna be like a Black Lives Matter protest too with the Newports. Put me in the center of it. Boy. They would fucking hate it. They couldn't even deal with that, dude. If they put me as the spokesperson for BLM, oh, that would be a treat. <laughs> I wouldn't mind buying up any mansions either. I'd actually be helping people, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Now, would, would you move down into the dirty I wouldn't bird? be a virtue-signaling asshole that just fucking divides people for no other reason than to stoke racism. When, in all, like, in all honesty, if just white people and black people admitted that and this is goes for mostly for people under the age of 40 that if they were just like, look, our parents are fucking retarded and the way that they acted and the divisions that they all created and the fact that women don't make the same as men, like that shit just needs to end. Can you hear me? We can oh, hear well, you now. Boy, oh mate. No, we don't need to see you. You're on 56 K mate. That was uh, that was a pretty good Australian accent you had there. Oh, mate, I watch a lot of Love Island, Australia. You tick, tick, tick all my boxes there. Jesus Christ! God, <laughs> you're such a homo, dude. My future <laughs> wife is into Love Island, and that's how I know about Australian culture. Yeah, my my current wife <laughs> because of Australia. all the influencers that dude, are on Love Island, Australia. <laughs> My current wife, my, my current wife, my wife. My current <laughs> wife? Oh, that's a good start. Your she, current she, wife. She, date, she dated an Australian, so. Boyle, are you there? He's going in and out. Uh, go to the roof. I'm thinking what this if, is more like a Black Hawk Down situation. What if, that's the, what if that's the only clip we get from Boyle the whole fucking episode? <laughs> that would be perfect. I'm sure we'll cut a lot of this out. No, this is all going in. All this blank air. <laughs> the people need to know what the real show is going to be like. It's just corporate hitting his jewel. <laughs> it's just going to be jewel hits. A lot of silence while I Google Sarah Thompson's that. exploiting the niche. No. Uh, that's, it's going to have to be just fucking video. I'm going to have to watch YouTube cuties. Hey, we don't want to see your face anyway, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good, to, good, good to have you on, brother. What's going on all the way from where the fuck? Can you type in the name of the city in India? Because I'm not going to be able to understand it, even if you try to tell me. It's Bangalore. Oh, okay. That's a popular one. Or oh, Bengaluru. Bengaluru. Yeah, there we are. I, can, I had a fucking type now. I've never right. used Zoom before. Dude, why? I think, I don't think anyone. <laughs> Okay, so all know. the way from Bengaluru, India. Bangalore. That's B N G E L U R U for the listeners at home. India. But the the locals call it Bangalore. 
Bangalore. All right. And then oh. there's a river near you, but it's not pronounced correctly by most people. No, nah, that's not nearest, but it's uh, the Ganga. <laughs> the Ganges. <laughs> yeah, that's what people call it, the fucking Ganges. They spit on you if you call it the Ganges. They don't even know what you're talking about when you say the Ganges. Really? Okay, so you're from the Gunga, no from the Gunga province. How gnarly, how, how gnarly is the water in that river? Dude, it, I, I have a high tolerance to fucking shit. And yeah, shit water as well. I've swum in some fucking shit, shit infested water, but this place is, it's just pure shit. It's it's fucking brown. There's nuggets floating around. It's don't people go there to get baptized and shit? Yeah. No, they drink they drink the water, don't they? No, yeah, they, they don't. Yeah, Without they a life do. straw? <laughs> they drink the water, but the worst thing is, like, I understand the Indians going in there and doing it. That's fine. You, you see whiteys go in there, like dreadlocked up fucking whiteys. <laughs> no, you don't like woke people? Yeah, no, like, yeah, like woke people, people like whiteys trying to find themselves. Yeah, like new spiritual age crystal holders kind of. People. Yeah, try, trying to yeah. do the, beat, the Beatles going over there and take a shitload <laughs> yeah, of acid. They, they try a bunch yeah. of LSD and then they drink a bunch of the water and then they get dysentery and die. So <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Well, mate, I, thank I, you for joining us. Thank God you're oh, on, man. Yeah. Thanks to have me. Did you have to go to the I, roof um, to get a connection? I'm I'm at the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was gonna ask if it was like a Black Hawk Down situation where it's it's actually the opposite. I need to be downstairs closer to the Wi-Fi, but okay, I'm just right, doing, gotcha. I'm doing it off my phone. So the phone. So they the actually have Wi-Fi over there. I thought it was physical Ethernet still. No, no, no. It's actually it's actually not too bad. The the internet here is faster than my shit at home. Okay, that oh, makes sense. Actually, <laughs> doesn't say yeah, much I about Thomas Friedman. Fucking Australia, <laughs> the world was flat, and India fucking did it. They, they they took over. Well, they're they're all fucking engineers over here, but it's not government run in Australia. The fucking MBN, the internet is. Well, it was done by the government, so it's fucking shit. Hell oh yeah! Gov- so yeah, government. Wait, 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 things before we get really into this, Coyote, I want to talk to Boyle. I want to say, so. Before we even get into anything, let's introduce who you are. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've, we've had a chat on Instagram, but thank you, number one, for joining us uh, and doing this uh, ridiculous podcast, number one. Uh, we I like have, it, man. You, you actually listened. Yeah, I listened to a couple of episodes. Okay, and, thank you, number one. And you're a good follow on Instagram as well. Our ideas line up. No, mate. No, no, no. Instagram is fact-checking me, man. I, I had to bring in the coyote here to uh, hold me accountable. He's my HR department now. Yep, that, that's what I am. I'm, I'm now the corporate coyote for, for the law dog. That's, that's my new role for the podcast. So, boy, you need to get your ass on a boat, whatever, uh, Everton, you know, and, and, and get your ass into the Suez and get over to Texas ASAP. <laughs> oh man i need you guys to adopt me I, I, oh I shit like... would you get divorced and so i could adopt you would you just tell your that... wife i'm leaving india i'm sorry i've got to do this yes okay just well just propo- just propose baby and i'm over there is your wife listening to this or you <laughs> could do gone. this you could divorce you could divorce her get adopted bring her over and marry her again so she becomes a citizen yeah but me we'll do it and then we'll, 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 we'll apply for 90 day fiance and so they can film boil <laughs> what if i don't want to divorce jason 
Okay, so uh, I'll just adopt good. you both. It'll be like a package deal. Nah, man, I am. I I really have. I would really like to get over to Texas. I like everything about it. And it sounds open. It sounds fucking great. You've got guns. I want. I want to. <laughs> I want to be I've involved. I got machine with guns. guns, dude. I got guns in every room. <laughs> I, I used to, I've, and then I lost them on a boating accident. But I used to have a bunch of them. But do you guys carry guns, both of you? I have a concealed uh, handgun license. Yeah. You 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 need one to carry one. Uh, but like you can keep even if you don't have one, you can keep one in your car because your car is considered. It's called the castle doctrine. Uh, and yeah. your car's considered part of your ca- castle. So I <laughs> I just have really, a really uh, OG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a so loaded. The castle nine... is your car, and you yeah. get to—it's part of your house. You get to drive around in your house, essentially under the constitution. Yeah, so, it's, it's like international con- consulate. Right, and so then you... if anyone questions you about your mask, you just get to shoot them here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you when you get a concealed handgun license, you can have it concealed but you can also open carry which is fucking psychotic you can just that walk is, around on your fucking waist mate <laughs> that is to me that's the coolest shit ever <laughs> you get to wear a clown mask if you want to <laughs> i don't i've only shot i've only shot a gun once and it was it was in cambodia you know how you can um you can just pay to shoot oh did you go to the killing camp. fields and like get to do it live <laughs> No, no, no. You probably you probably could for a couple of hundred, but oh no, Jesus Christ, don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. No, I was, I, these I people was don't know camp. anything about foreign tourism and what you could actually pay for. No, yeah, you can pay for some crazy shit. Yeah, you can shoot cows and shit like that, but I never did that. But you can you can shoot AK. Did you just shoot for the? Did you pay extra to shoot the elephants? <laughs> no. Nah. I didn't. I, okay, I was thank too, you for not killing was, the elephants. Did you ride around time. on them though? Because that's very I, bad, I heard. I did in Sri Lanka once. I, I got overexcited and jumped on an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it for the picture though? No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Who wants to okay. see a big fat white guy on an elephant? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's only what seven-year-olds and chicks on the But unfortunately, the people do. that do that, that's like the only way they get to eat. You know, it's so sad. Yeah, yeah I know it is. And the yeah. elephant's like malnourished and it's fucking chained up as it's well. It's the worst. Holy that's shit. a fucking bummer. Yeah, it's they're brutal. They're so how would you had a lot of fun in Cambodia then? Yeah, that's like I was... I. I didn't want to go see the killing fields. I didn't want to see just a fucking bunch of bones stacked up. So I'm like, wait, is oh, that what it really that, is? That's what I assume it is. It's like a million dead bodies or something like that. It's it's just skulls and bones everywhere from intellectuals. They oh, shot. if I needed that, I'd just go to Yale. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Skull and bones. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks president bush <laughs> um go on yeah, i don't so want to get canceled like the dixie chicks so tell us about like your experiences no uh, no nah, nah. that was just the one time i shot a gun i shot an ak oh so that's like literally the only time you shot a gun is in cambodia yeah i had no oh actually i shot once more in bali but or thailand or something but that was the first time and i had no idea what the fuck was going on because you see it in the movies and you don't feel like an AK-47 is going to have any kick to it. And oh, yeah. it just fucking 
it fucking kicked and I was hung over as shit, like real, real fucking hung over. So I shot this AK-47 and then some, um, then, and the target was about two meters away from me and I didn't hit it once. And a few jets flew over top, like real fucking low and loud. And I'm like, I was just sitting there going, I would have been dead in about three minutes in the Vietnam, the Vietnam War. You already have the shakes? Well, yeah. No, you're, you're, well, guys like us would have been fragged by their own like platoon immediately. Well, yeah. I don't know. If you're, if you're fucked up on heroin, you're probably a better shot. Like Actually, that's true. That's dumb. what we did. Have you read the... Uh, uh, it's a book that's about the actual experiment they did on a squad in Vietnam. Uh, where they gave him LSD and have him go like kill a bunch of villages and shit. That sounds fucking awful. Can you imagine holding a gun while on acid? I would shit my yeah. pants. I could probably do it on ice or meth or something. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what we exactly. did. What the Ger- that's what the Germans did in World yeah, War II. The Germans there. went nuts. Oh, didn't you do a uh, Boyle breaks history on on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. So wait, let's let's introduce Boyle. He uh, is joining him. us from. He's a displaced Australian in Bangalore, currently housed in Bangalore, India. Uh, yeah. Can you tell the people like a little bit about yourself and how you a became? I guess give us like the cliff notes on the, your comedy, you know, in, in Australia, and then how you ended up in India. All right, so I'm a stand-up comedian. Um, how did I end up in India? So I'm married to an Indian lady, and we have a couple of kids. And we just spent like nine months in lockdown in Australia and it was fucking tight as, and I sort of had no family in Australia. Oh, I had no family in Melbourne. So is that where you're from Melbourne? Yeah. Yeah. And we hadn't, we had no, um, we had no help or anything. So we're like, fuck it. We'll go to India. India's open. It was open at the time we get here and then it's just fucking uh, crazy. When was that? When did you get there? I think it was about five weeks ago. So, oh Jesus, <laughs> great timing! So, great timing, so li- man. Literally, just as that curve was turning, turning back up. Um, but, dude, yeah. holy shit! So, like, you got there and the shit storm just followed you, and then you're banned from going back to your own country. <laughs> yeah. So the Australian, <laughs> the Australian government fucking made it illegal to come back to Australia. I don't even know what that means, really. But you, I, I thought they made it illegal back. to do everything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting there, and Australia is pretty fucked. Even even though India is completely fucked, I prefer loose and wild to fucking <laughs> to crack down and fucking like prison. Black Hawk Down situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, you'd like you'd. You'd rather get a five dollar fine. rescue you like Black Hawk Down out of Mogadishu. <laughs> like it, it, I, I, it's it's pretty fucking it's wild here at the moment. People are going down like every day. Every day I hear like a couple of people are dying from COVID. But Jesus. you hear, but are you seeing it? Well, one of my wife's friends from uni, she passed away. One of my wife's mom's cousin she passed away holy uh, shit so like recently like, like very recently man there's been like 12 12 covid deaths in the last like i'd say three weeks now oh Jesus like of, that, of of people immediate like we know Fear immediately family, that yeah. 
Yeah, then there's like uh, my wife's friends whose aunties and uncles have passed away. So like it starts it starts blowing out pretty quickly. Sorry, so you I don't know what the hell out of there, man. No, I like it. It's it's fine. <laughs> You're hunkering down. You're basically of the opinion like this is the Alamo now, bitches. Yeah, I'm hunkering down. But like three weeks ago, it was completely open. And even now you go outside and it's pretty open. So yeah, I read that you got it. I mean, I heard it like I heard your story about dominoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they so have dominoes there. <laughs> you know everything's it. gravy as long as dominoes is still open, right? And fuck, that was good pizza, man. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. I, I think you're just, you've been eating like health food. It's made with bagel <laughs> yeah, tiger blood. <laughs> you, went, you went the complete other extreme from being a degenerate drunk. Now you're just like taking- Yeah, like tell people, of- so you started a podcast. Like tell us like about that a little bit. Oh, so yeah, I do a podcast. It's I'm quitting alcohol and I, I just do like a five, 10 minute podcast every day. So I quit drinking, started doing the podcast and I just do, I just talk shit five, 10 minutes every day about It's really fucking whole. I need to listen to the, like the beginning episodes. Like I like, tell me about the first like five. Cause I don't, I've started, I, to, I've started to binge it. I, I fucking enjoy it a lot. It's really good. Well, like I love it. When I, I look started forward to it, it every day. I, there's like no podcast, and it, because it's the perfect amount of time that you yeah, can yeah. literally dedicate five to ten minutes to, I love listening to it because it, whether it's a lesson or a story, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, no, at the start, I was just, I was, uh, yeah, at the end of like a, a ten year bender, and I was just, I was done. I just couldn't, I couldn't operate anymore. I was just fucking strung out fucked uh, i was and and i was doing comedy as well and the comedy wasn't going any good and i couldn't i just couldn't do anything in my life i had to choose between alcohol and my entire life and it was like a 50 50 so oh, we, like we get uh, it we we know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. you're talking to a couple of degenerates this is why i wanted to have you on because yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't think it was tight if someone said choose between alcohol and your wife your career your kid fucking your family your friends you'd be like no i'll definitely choose that other shit but yeah it's, it's not that, it's not that, as simple as that. Yeah, when, when non-addicts hear that, they're like, why would that even be a choice? And you're like, eh, I don't think you get it. <laughs> it's not just that it's, it's a tough choice. It is. <laughs> it's the hardest <laughs> choice in the world, guys. <laughs> it, it is. For, and, not, for an addict, it's the hardest is the, is, the, is the initial gumption to quit, like for real. Yeah, it's that, it's that first... There's a difference between quitting, you know, we all tried to quit and then there's like quitting. Yeah. The first thing you try and do is like manage it. Like, like, yeah, you go from hard to beer and and wine, you know, it's just sort of justifying. I I got into a little bit of a a tussle with my sobriety because of making some bargaining over the last couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, another story. When I, when I heard you were drinking because Drinking wasn't your thing, was it? No, it's not. And like, yeah. I might, I might go back to drinking, but you know, with the pregnancy, I'm not doing it. I'm on the yeah. fucking, I'm on the fucking ropes, dude. Straight and narrow, I, baby. 
yeah, you, you gotta be. That that was the thing with me. Like I quit booze, but then all the other fucking addictions started cranking up. I started chain smoking cigarettes, started eating shit, and I'm like, well, I'm just replacing. Then I had to like cut all the other shit out because it, I was just feeling like shit. Like even though I wasn't drinking, I was still like doing shit that was making me feel like just as bad. And how old were you when you got sober? Cause you're like in your late thirties now. Uh, when was it? A couple of years ago. So 30, 30 I left it a little bit late. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I was 33 or 34. Yeah. Yeah. So dude, like, that's how old we are. Uh, yeah. And yeah. It, once you get We're past your, your life, <laughs> once you get past your late twenties, like you can't, like your body changes, like you just oh, can't, you can't go hard. You can't anymore. bounce back. You can't go hard in the paint anymore. No, you can't. Can you? No, no that you're, you're, your liver fucking fails, like mine did. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. literally, your body fails. <laughs> that's a sign, isn't it? Yeah, that that's a little bit of a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> I think that most addicts, like if you don't quit by the time you're in your early thirties, maybe mid thirties, like you're you're fully on board just to be in it, and uh, <laughs> you'll either get. I, it uh, in life. I, th- I think I think you've got to quit at like. I think the perfect age is twenty seven. I think that's why all these people are dying at twenty seven. Hey, I- I think you're completely club. right because that that's when like the the worm begins to turn on you and like. Where like it stops being fun and starts being an actual addiction, where your body doesn't bounce back. You need shit just to feel normal. Yeah, you know? it's, it's yeah, it, it over it overtakes like uh, the joy you get from drinking begins to overtake the fucking pain you feel afterwards. Oh no, the yeah. opposite way around. Yeah, like, no. Well, yeah. Well, were you into coke? Well, yeah. Uh, the thing is, in Australia. Cocaine is shit, and it's three hundred and fifty dollars a gram, and it's Dude. and it's and it's horrible. It's what? it's real. It's shit. It's, why don't it's, why don't people just do ice then? They do. They do plenty of that too. But <laughs> they um. You don't get that premium I, Miami grade there, baby. Yeah, and and it's it's still like a little bit of a status thing, I think. You know, that interview started so well, I think that I needed to chop it into two episodes. So you need to join us back again for part two of Mr. Boyle. He was that good. He's a two-parter. And on the next episode, you'll hear us talk about ketamine, K-holes, copious amounts of barbiturates done in South America, uh, corporate coyotes, recent relapse, and will his marriage fall out? And plenty more. So please join us back next Friday. And by next Friday, I mean this Friday. This is being dropped on a Tuesday at noon. So you'll need to wait three days to hear the rest of this. I can't, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it, but you should. Uh, because it's it's one that uh, I'm excited for you all to hear the second half of the interview. It really gets into uh, the Indian culture in the COVID times. And... David goes over all of the uh, Domino's pizza uh, knowledge, uh, wherein you can buy Domino's still in this pandemic in India. So you know it's not too, too bad over there yet. But 
we are very grateful to have him on and uh, I can't wait to talk to him again. And I'm excited for you guys to hear the back half of this episode. We'll be dropping it in a few days on Friday. It's going to be about just under an hour. So thanks for listening, guys. I want to kick this off. Uh, the CDC lifted their mask guidance and now all of the uh, branch Covidians don't know how to make sense of uh, science and they no longer want to listen to a reckless organization known as the CDC. So uh, keep in mind, guys, that there is no semblance of why we have done what we've done over the last year. Um, There's no logic behind any of it. There's no reasonable explanation other than the media and these fucking frauds probably just duped us into converting the flu into this. So um, that was well done by them. I, I have been hating seeing people buy it the entire year. I've never bought a single iota of what they were selling, and I will never, ever continue to listen to any sort of mainstream media experts or fucking frauds. You know, it's just not something I ever was interested in doing. I haven't listened to the CDC guidelines since the beginning and, you know, I'm here and, uh, look, it's, it's working out for me just fine. So people need to just fucking get over this thing. And the sooner they get over it, the sooner we can all go back. Businesses that want to segregate people over this are going to fail. I hope they do. I hope that the the strong businesses are going to just continue on and they're not going to ask you about, you know, anything that has to do with your medical history. So the businesses that want to survive, keep just open up. No more masks. It's time to get back. If you want to stay scared, you can keep wearing one. Stay inside forever. But it's time for the rest of society to fucking go, baby. And if you are just of the opinion that, you know, you want to just keep keep divided and you want to find someone to, to hate on because they didn't make the same choice as you well fuck you man you can just do that on reddit but we aren't going to read it since we already bailed on all that bullshit and everyone that's already back to living isn't living in their echo chambers on social media anymore man we got rid of that shit so you can keep screaming into the void but you're only going to be agreed with and that's pretty evident by all the censorship we're seeing it is like i am ready to ditch social media anyway and get back to living, baby. I'll do the show. Whoever wants to listen can listen. And uh, if you want to just fucking buy into the fear and the propaganda and you want to scan yourself like a motherfucking barcode in order to live your life, well, I feel really, really sorry for you. And, you know, when you stop hearing from me, you'll know it's because you decided to be a cog in their machine. And I'm not going to stand for that. And I'm not going to live my life with anybody in it who wants to be part of a segregated society. So peace the fuck out. Enjoy episode number two of Mr. Boyle this Friday, three days away. We are going to have a, uh, the next episode I'm going to have is with my gay friend, Bo from the Glory Bulls. Uh, We're cutting that interview next week. I'm really excited to talk about all issues LGBTQ in the legal community with him. So excited for that. Please tune in for Mr. Boyle. Follow him at Boyle Comedy, B-O-Y-L-E Comedy. We'll see you in a couple days.